Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Stafford here with our podcast, Mixed Dentition, and today my special guest is Rin Johns Hello. of PDX Waitlist. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy to be here. Thank you, thank you. So tell us a little bit about PDX Waitlist and the origin, why you started this. Yeah, I mean, it started because I think I had a problem a lot of folks have, which is I had no idea how early you've got to get childcare um, when you have little ones. So yes. I, I now feel like it should be printed on the pregnancy test or something, but <laughs> right. I, I didn't know. I don't know why that was. I just didn't know. Yeah. So, you know, my parents were going to be in town. I was like, huh, I'm so set. I'm just going to go and, you know, I don't need it for another nine months. So I'll just pop in there. I'll be so ahead of the game. And I saw all these mamas with bellies and I was like, ruh-roh. Um, and that was my, kind of my first sign that I'd missed the boat and everything had multi-year wait lists. And I oh was gosh. like, oh. yeah. <laughs> and you know, as things do, you know, there were some health complications came up for my family. My folks couldn't watch her anymore. I needed something like stat. I, I, I just I was like, she's precocious, but can't watch herself. What right. should I do? So. Um, <laughs> Ultimately, we found something, um, but it was just so stressful. Yeah. And I just had like <laughs> so much anxiety about the process. Uh, my husband and I kept looking at each other being like, there has to be a better way, mm -hmm. right? This can't be, this isn't the system. So um, we just decided to create the website we'd wished we'd had. So that's, that's awesome. kind of how we got into it. Yeah. Um, and how does your website work for yeah. our listeners out there? So um, right now we've got um, close to, 30 providers in Portland area um, right. who use our website and you can go on and apply from your phone, right? So one challenge we had was like, you always needed checks and like PDFs that you print <laughs> right. out. <laughs> that just doesn't match my life anymore, right? right? I haven't yeah. written a check since 2002. So, um, so we've made it so it's mobile friendly and you can just go on, you can search for things in your area and you can apply right there. That's and great. as soon as you apply, or you can schedule a tour if you're not sure yet if it's the right fit. Mm -hmm. And so that's nice too, so you don't have to do like email tag back and forth. You can just see when it is and sign up and it sends you reminders. And then when you apply, you can see exactly where you are on the wait list. And that was the thing that we had wanted because mm -hmm. you go and people would say, well, just so hard to tell and we were like but uh, give me something we'll go right. to your eyebrows if I have a chance yeah um, where am I on the wait list yeah. number two 2200 oh, yeah uh, so now it gives you a sense of you know five families are ahead of you ten families are ahead of you and more most importantly at the bottom it says you know in a typical year we have zero to two openings seven to twenty mm. five oh, 75 openings you know however so you can use that information to say okay we're getting in probably, you know, there's no guarantee, but we have a good shot or we need to get on some other wait list, right? right. So um, that was just the information. I was happy to sign up for these places, even if I wasn't getting in right away, because mm -hmm. they look like great places, but I just needed to know, do I need to keep looking or not? Right. So trying to give families that kind of information has been, I think, the biggest thing. And I, the other day I was at, um, I teach high school is my other gig, and I was at a luncheon talking to a mom. She said, oh, I'm on your site, and I could see that there's five families out of me at one site and 50 the other, so I'm feeling like I've got a better shot here. And I was like, yes, that's why <laughs> I built this. So, uh, that's awesome. Just, yeah, just that's what I wanted for families. Yeah, that's really great. And then, too, I mean, once you get into one spot, then I imagine you probably drop off of the other wait list right. and other families get bumped up and Absolutely. it helps everybody. And that's a thing that happens too, is that some wait lists look really long. You know, in Portland, um, the 
estimated waitlist time for infants is somewhere around nine months, and that some places it's up to two years to get a slot there. So, mm -hmm. which I thought was like a Manhattan thing, not a right? Portland thing. <laughs> um, but sometimes those lists look really artificially long because folks, you know, what did I sign up for in the haze of my postpartum weeks? I have no idea. I might have sold my soul, right? right? So I, people <laughs> don't remember what they did then. So maybe there are folks on that list who aren't actually looking for care still and so trying to be able to clear that out and make it just a little bit clearer for everybody mm -hmm. to have a better sense of how realistic is it for us to get in. Oh, that's, that's what really we're, great. we're trying to do. Yeah. And what kind of different child care facilities have you encountered and yeah. explain the difference to There's our... like three <laughs> main options for child care. So you're either going to look at group care, which is going to either be a center or an in-home setting. Mm -hmm. um, and the biggest, there's certainly some differences in terms of ratio and some different things around the licenses, um, but it's more of a, like, do you want an in-home kind of a family vibe, um, maybe a mixed age group with a few caregivers, or do you want a place that's more like a school for little people? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the big choice for parents at that point. Um, the other option is around, um, do you want a one-on-one -on -one caregiver, a nanny, an au pair, somebody who's gonna be you know, the closest thing to you without it actually being you home with your mm -hmm. child. Um, so those are the main decision points, and a lot of times that comes down to just cost, right. um, as well as availability. You know, a lot of families would love to have a nanny, but if you're paying above board with taxes, that's 35 to 40K a year at the minimum. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a chunk of change. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why folks do nanny shares. Um, an all pair is a fair amount cheaper, but you need a little lead time to have someone come from internationally. Right. Um, and then a lot of folks want a center and they, they have the longest wait list. So I think sometimes it's not as much about what you want, it's about what's actually available. What's available, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a great service that you're providing to families and to the centers too. It sounds like it's streamlining their process. Yeah, because they're small well. business owners too. And right. I think as we know, you know, sometimes the challenge is just getting the word out there. Yes. So um, one of the things I do is I do, uh, I work with families one-on-one -on -one if they're in a jam, um, kind of consulting with them to help them find a spot. And so sometimes, often there's almost always something. So, you know, if you're watching this and you don't have care, like there's something <laughs> out there, I promise. It's just a matter of finding it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I like being able to be that bridge who can say there's this open slot that's losing this really great provider money and there's this mama who's hungry for a good place to put her kids, how can I help you find each other right. um, so that you can actually work together mm -hmm. and be in, have a place that you can feel good about for your kids so you can do your job. Right. Yeah. So that you can go back to work as a working mom right. or a working dad if, if you so desire. So, yeah. I think there's yeah. just a lot of stress on parents who are working about so and a lot of guilt about the choice to um, have care that's not you and there doesn't need to be you know and I know you guys um, were lucky that that wasn't a kind of piece for you <laughs> my husband mostly stays with our kids um, and we took in you know they were in school from a pretty young age too just to kind of expose them to other kids and we have a grandma in town right and, you know having a grandma in town is like the most Thing. Yes, we are <laughs> lucky that my mother-in-law is in town yeah. as well. So. If I could get all the grandparents to move here and like help with the kids, <laughs> I think that would be great. But I know it's not realistic for everybody. So There's actually countries where they have a rent and opa system where oh, that's kind I of the nanny that. system that they've built is around um, trying to connect folks who are elderly who might be otherwise disconnected from family mm -hmm. with families who need the care. And it's one oh. of those things where you're like, 
why can't we have that I here? know. That would That's be really awesome. great. <laughs> well, I do know that there is a center, I'm not sure if it still exists, where they had like elder care and child care yes. so that they could help each other because the elderly does do well being around young people and little people do really well being around elderly people, the grandparent generation. Right. So I think that's the, really sweet. Absolutely. And I think it's just thinking more about how do we, you know, connect all those pieces of family life right. from the very youngest to um, kind of our wisest community members yes, to try and wisest. figure out a way <laughs> like yeah, for, for children and families to be successful. Yeah. So that's really great. Um, one of the things I, I think that that you have that comfort on a grandparent that folks have anxiety around with a stranger is just that idea about quality and like how do I know what's a good pl safe place for my kid right. Safety, um, for sure. so I think that's one of the other areas I try and help families around um, teach a class on what to look for in childcare, just so you can have a sense when you walk in the door um, is this place good or not I mean the children seem okay right. <laughs> how do I make this what decision to decide this? yeah to look for oh, how to check really the license great. those kinds mm -hmm. of things so you can at least have as much peace of mind as you can yeah. that your child's gonna be great and learn awesome things and be able to tell you about it when you come back home oh, that's great and how often do you teach this class I teach the class every couple of months or so okay. um, and then on the off months I'm starting to do um, clinics for families so folks can do a drop-in clinic and um, chat with me for 15 minutes and then I do kind of consult consults all the time but at least get a little bit of triage or like mm -hmm. ah here's my immediate situation <laughs> help me. what's my next step right um, and again that was just my own experience I sometimes just wanted a person to say like yeah <laughs> right track keep going or like yeah you've you've unturned you've all the stones, they've been uncovered, like keep it going. Or like, oh, have you tried this? Yeah, oh, that's so. great. What a great service that you offer families. That's really wonderful. Yeah. It's amazing that there's not, there's not other services out there or other, you know, that you created this website to connect everybody and just to keep it so interconnected. I just love that. There are lots of pieces out there. Um, 211 does some important work. The, um, the Multnomah County has a child care resource and referral. So there's definitely lots of pieces, right. but they tend to work with different kind of components, uh, different demographics of families, and not mm -hmm. everybody knows about one or the other. Um, there's certainly websites out there where you can search for childcare, but they don't let you apply. So we're, I'm just trying to like knit those pieces together yeah, and work with some of those different players mm -hmm. so that, um, you know, we're all so busy trying to track down the 10 different websites you need to go to. Like, who's got time for that? Right. So how can, <laughs> how can we centralize and make a little bit more of a hub um, and just make life easier for everybody? Oh, that's really great. Yeah, mm -hmm. making uh, making parents' lives easier, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything we can do to do that, for sure. There's just a lot, I think, that we all, as working families, do. And so mm -hmm. anything just to remind makes life better. Oh, wonderful. And tell us the name of your website. It's PDX Waitlist. So it's um, www.pdxwaitlist.com. Love it. Yeah, and classes. You just go .com slash classes, um, mm -hmm. and you can find me there. And we're hoping to expand into, right now, pretty focused on um, Portland, um, the city of Portland, but we're looking to expand into Washington County and maybe Clackamas County this summer as well. Oh, so um, you can find us there and, and 
hopefully we'll be having some new sites in your neck of the woods soon too. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we'll definitely um, link to you guys as well. And Thank you. you know, that would be great. I know I've, I know a lot of parents that have struggled, so I just love knowing that you're out there and can make, make our lives just a little bit easier. So thank you. Awesome. <laughs> okay. I have a question for you. Oh, Is great. that okay? Yeah. Um, so here's my deal. I grew up, and maybe other families have this too, and sort of like had negative childhood dentistry experiences. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I sometimes struggle faking it till I make it with my kids to really create a positive environment for them. Yeah. What do you suggest for families? Like, what do you think is important in setting the right tone around yeah. those? Because I've got little kids, right? I've got yes. a one-year-old, I've got a four-and-a-half-year-old. So trying to make this a positive for them from the get-go, what do you suggest? That's a great suggest? question. Um, well, it's true. A lot of people have had negative experiences at the dentist and most of us pediatric dentists, I would say all of us pediatric dentists, the reason why we do this is because we want to create an atmosphere that makes going to the dentist mm. fun and easy and exciting, kind of like going to Disneyland. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. I would have gone to that dentist. So TVs on the ceiling, toys everywhere. I mean, that's what you should expect when you come to a pediatric dentist. It's yeah. just more fun. And I think as a parent, if you know that seeing the dentist makes you sweat, yeah sending somebody else with your kids mm. and talking it up at home like oh you're gonna have a great time it's awesome you can buy like a little mirror to practice mm -hmm. or play dentist kids love to do make-believe so pretending and playing dentist is a great way to go right. and just trying to keep it as positive as possible so they they don't know that it's you know gonna have any kind of scariness to it and it doesn't have to it can be a lot of fun but sometimes when I see a parent and they're kind of white knuckling it and I don't even wear a white coat and yeah. I'm like hey I'm really nice you don't have to be afraid of me I'll sometimes like gently suggest if there's somebody else in the family even if it's a grandparent mm -hmm. or someone else that can bring your child that might be better if I see you sweating over there in the corner um, but yeah, we're trying to change the perception so that we have a generation of kids who actually love coming to the dentist. Yeah, I just think that's be child, be cavity free too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wish uh, on that and that as well. I wish I'd had that experience. Yeah, that's great. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast, Rin. Absolutely. Thanks Thrilled for coming to in and thanks for creating your website to mm -hmm. help families out there. Well, what a great thing to have going. So thank you. And for all our listeners, thanks for tuning in and remember to fill the world with smiles. Bye.